Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris once again, and we're up to day five, pumping along here. Today we're on the second phase of daily of the daily power hour, and uh, the the purpose of the daily power hour just once again is to sustain you and keep you in the top three levels of the consciousness cone. And these are the only three levels from which you can lead in a healthy way. You can lead if you want to go down to want to, uh, remembering that you can only lead people below you on the consciousness cone. So a person who's in need to will be led by a person in want to, a person who's in should will be led by a person who's in need, a person who's in got to will be led by a person who's in should. But you can lead everybody from the top. In other words, a love to person or a choose to person or a desire to person can lead, uh, want to, need to, should and got to. So we're moving today to the daily practice of cellular development. And the reason we do this is that the mind and the body are inseparable. So let's just say you're sitting at your desk and somebody tells you that there's some, you've lost a sale. Uh, you've lost a deal or one of your team members has passed away or one of your team members is uh, really, really ill and you've got a massive workload coming your way from something at the office and you're sitting there sort of going, oh shit, what have I got to do? And you find yourself dropped into the pa panic mode, the fight flight mode of a got to zone. One positive to seven negatives of this piece of information. Now, you don't know this, but your body does. Your body thinks something has gone to crap. They think the Third World War has started and there is a nuclear bomb heading towards your office building. They think the World Trade Center is about, uh, your body thinks the World Trade Center is about to happen right where you're standing, or that a Mack truck is driving down the street and you're in the way. It think, your body thinks that there is a trauma, a drama, a, a, a severe emergency about to play out. And because of that, even just sitting at your beautiful desk in your, at your home office or at work or wherever you're at your work office or, or out in the garden, if you're sitting there and you're, you're in a got-to state of mind, your body has no idea what caused you to be there. It only knows the mind has sent a signal to the body their team and the body's going shit. So what it does uh, in, under these got to circumstances, it straight away withdraws blood from the stomach because who needs to digest food if you're about to be hit by a truck? It'd be the equivalent to uh, winding your watch on the way to the gallows. So the body goes, well, you don't need uh, blood down there, so I'm not gonna digest any food uh, right away. What it then says is, shit, we, we need adrenaline because we need to act. We need to either run like shit, get away from this situation, or we need to attack it because they are the only options left for a person in a got to or a should state of mind, attack or retreat. So people in a should get righteous, I'm right, you're wrong, and that's how they attack, or they get wrongtious, which is I'm completely wrong, I'm a total loser, I really lost the plot here, I better go and have another beer. So given that the body only gets these uh, fight, flight, uh, all or nothing choices, that it's like becomes binary, 
it produces adrenaline in order to stimulate the muscles and the cells of the body into give it uh, enough immediate fuel for action. And adrenaline comes from the kidney and the, uh, the glands around the kidney and therefore that chemical gets sent out to the peripheral of your body. Now remembering, you're still sitting at your desk at work thinking that you're cool, calm and collected because you feel relaxed. But your body doesn't feel relaxed. Your body thinks that there is a, a, a bomb going off. Your body doesn't know that there's nothing wrong. It, what, it, what it knows is what you think. And that thought goes into your body as if it, there is a pain approaching of major proportion. And that pain that's approaching uh, with a major proportion and, and with a major attack, that pain it becomes extraordinarily threatening. Your body, of course, doing the right thing, uh, goes into response, produces chemicals. The other thing it stops producing is dopamine. Now, dopamine is the thing that causes the lack of it is what causes Parkinson's disease. So your body goes into the thing saying, stop producing dopamine, for goodness sake. We don't need to be happy right now. We're in fight-flight mode. We need to get away from here. This is all understandable sitting at an office desk getting the bad news that one of your employees is not going to come to work today and you've got a big workload. If you drop into the got to space or the should or the need to space. And that's really understandable. You would drop out of a high state of thinking into a low state of thinking under the circumstances of an emergency. The next question would be how long you're there for. So if you're there for a 20 seconds before you get your act together and go back to being a leader, then your body goes, oh, oh, okay, okay. I'll go back to producing dopamine now. It's all cool. I'll go back to producing all the amphetamines and all the hormones that make you feel good and give you the power to concentrate and do the work at a high level. And that's a beautiful thing. But if you sit there going, ah, oh, shit, I'm really annoyed about that. Uh, having this situation on my plate, I'm really annoyed about it. And then you have a meeting with a few people and you're still annoyed about that thing in the background, but you're operating in a meeting with a group of people. They feel what the body feels. Now, you might have a great mask and you might be able to say, hey, everybody, I'm really feeling good today. But you, people in the room feel, because your body has a language, the, it's called body language and the body mind. Your body has a language. They feel just by the shape of your shoulders, the look on your face, the... Uh, just the, the, the whole energy of your being, that you're in a got-to state of mind. Now, if, if the, given that there is only suicide below got-to on the consciousness cone, there's going to be very few people in the room interested in being led by a person who's in a got-to state of mind. Only those who are thinking about committing suicide or are doing slow suicide, which is another health problem we have in the world at the moment. We, ban we say it's very wrong to do fast suicide, but then we sell product to help people do slow suicide. Anyway, getting back to the point here, that if you've gone into a state of mind, which is a got-to, your body becomes chemicalized with the got-to chemicals. It produces adrenaline, it stops producing dopamine, it stops producing the hormones that make you feel good and give you inspiration, and that also becomes infectious for those people around you. And then you say, but you've got to do this because I'm your leader. And because they're 
frightened. They've got golden handcuffs, like, like most people in the corporate world. In other words, if you don't pay them, they can't pay the mortgage. If you don't pay them, there's no immediate relief for them. If you don't pay them, there's a big problem. They've got golden handcuffs. They're at work in a got-to state of mind already. So now you're saying, I'm in a got-to, you're in a got-to, and I'm going to lead you. And, they, and they're basically saying, that's not going to happen. Given that this can happen, your body becomes a chemical machine. And this chemical machine starts to develop habits. It gets comfortable. And what happens for people the, uh, who are in a lot of got to should in their life because of trauma and the only way they've been able to work out how to respond is to go into got to to get it fixed, like uh, rushing someone to hospital or worrying about a parent that's, uh, that's um, uh, got some illness or terminal disease or having a partner who's gone into reaction because of the loss of work or having some circumstance that we've applied got to, 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 to it to fix it, the body develops the habit of being in that state of chemicalized position. So, for example, if I measure every single day of my life, I get uh, frustrated maybe three or four times. And in those frustrations, sometimes the negative frustration is what some people would call depressed. So I would sit there going, oh, damn. Phew. Now, if I go into that state of mind and I stay there for, let's say, a whole day, the chemicals that I've caused in my body that allow me to stay there all day are toxic. They weren't meant to be permanent. They were meant to be for a state of emergency. But I've gone into a state of got to. I've held on to it for a whole day. And by the end of the day, my body is starting to develop a repetitive pattern. And we need to break that pattern. Otherwise, tomorrow when you wake up, you start where yesterday's body finished, which is chemicalized, which is um, operating in a hormonal imbalance which is going to cause uh, severe cancers or severe depressions or de severe things. So the body develops a memory. And the memory of the body goes back to the brain and says, hey, remember me? And the brain goes, oh, yeah, I remember you. And they form a partnership. So the brain gets stuck in a got to too. Now, I'm saying this all very simplistically, but if you want to study it at rocket science level, uh, uh, Google, it, Google away. Uh, start with the idea of uh, placebo, uh, where the body's operating on the assumption that the mind is right when it's wrong, uh, uh, but still the body uh, uh, responds in kind. So start with the study of uh, placebo and move forward from then. There, there'll be references and all sorts of things that will help you along that way. So we're going along the idea that, it, that your, the chemical structure of the cells of your body becomes part of your thinking process. And this is really important to realise that we get comfort with certain foods, certain uh, substances, and we, we also acknowledge that the only remedy for a got-to day is a substance that does the opposite. In other words, if you're in a got-to state all day, in a negative got to or positive got to state all day, alcohol becomes a really easy way to rebalance yourself. It's, it's a remedy. If you're in a got to state of mind all day and, and, and that is going to cause you to come home with less energy than you were when you left in the morning, 
then you then then the remedy for that is sugar and things that cause uh, your body energy to feel not so depleted such as the sugar in alcohol once again or sugary foods or chocolate uh, or a meal at night like McDonald's which is just a, a packet of sugar or a can of coke so you can see that a lot of the habits that we call addictions a lot of those habits are caused by a state of mind that becomes chemical that has no remedy because the body is stuck in it. One of the reasons that they say exercise is so critical for a person is because it produces the uh, changes the, the body's metabolism. And in changing the body's metabolism, it drives your body into a state, into a higher state of being than the chemical addiction that it has for where it got to during the day. Many, many people who are in the should level, the religious fundamentalism level of life, right and wrong, uh, high ground, moral high ground, I'm better than you, you know, etc., worse than you. Many people in that level are addicted to things like sport and, and, and uh, what have you in order to counterbalance the chemical uh, uh, imbalances that are created by uh, walking around in a, sh in a six to one should level state of mind. And that exercise is critical. However, if you can imagine pouring uh, uh, acid in the body one minute and then more acid in the body the next minute, acid for being in should, acid for being uh, for remedy, uh, then you end up highly acidified. And this acidity in the body really leads to a breakdown, it leads to uh, lung diseases, it leads to mental diseases, it leads to all sorts of things. So the, the consequence of counterbalancing or remedying lower levels of consciousness, the consequences are what we call the illnesses of the world. So it's kind of like wise not to cause the problem in the first place, isn't it? So, the, so what we say is it's not so much uh, 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 whether you're going to fall from grace, from a leadership role, whether you're going to fall from the top three levels. It's how long do you allow yourself to spend in those levels so that you reduce the chemicalized reaction of your body and therefore stay healthy. A person in a love to, uh, uh, choose to, a desire to level doesn't have to exercise as much as a person in the bottom. But a person in the bottom is counterbalancing their thinking with exercise. So the dietary thing becomes critical to make sure that they alkalize themselves because exercise is acidic and so too is acidic thinking, which is got to and should. The body therefore becomes a critical, critical uh, piece of machinery and a critical piece of nature's beauty in order to help us be a good leader. And it's not how you look, it's not your body weight, it's not how big your muscles are, it's the chemical structure of the cellular level of your body. And we know there are some things that can help. One, we start with the discard. We already did it yesterday and that is that we need to be uh, aware of how long we spend in the lower states of mind that will cause our body to be chemicalized and habitually stuck. A person who gets depression for one minute will produce a small amount of chemicals which will go out in the next urine if they're drinking water. But a person who holds on to that depression decides to stay depressed for a couple of days and indulges themselves thinking that it won't hurt uh, and not go to remedy to that depression that person can't be a leader because they're, 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 they're going to gravitate in their body mind 
and the body memory into a got-to state of mind, no matter how much they fake it to be in a higher state. So the body becomes an instrument of leadership and it's not, again, I have to repeat this a couple of times, it's not how uh, it looks, it's not how it smells, it's not how it tastes. It, your body's chemistry is the infrastructure of the cells and the memories of the body. So we use things like stretching every now and again. We use things like the corpse pose, um, uh, which, is, which is demonstrated on this page of your 30-day uh, challenge. The corpse pose, where you just lie flat on the floor and pretend to die for 10 minutes. But in that death, in that lying down, in that stillness that you create lying down on the floor, you alkalize the body and give a chance to get a new memory, which is the memory of absolute peace. And so that memory takes your body up into at least a, a need to, want to, even desire to level of, uh, of chemical. Um, we use things that help us digest um, uh, probiotics and, and what have you. So that's a, a great uh, way to keep the digestive processes going, even when we go to got to and should, and we go to places where we draw blood from the digestive uh, stream, uh, we, we use probiotics and, and what have you to maintain good digestion, irrespective of our occasional self-indulgence into the lower levels of thought. We drink water throughout the day uh, with lemon in it typically, just to make sure that any acidity that we're getting from uh, working on a computer and, and having meetings all day and the intensity of stress of answering questions, we just alkalize our body and keep the good balance in the body. I mean, it's not, it's not uh, uh, rocket science to think that a good, healthy, clean water, not from the tap necessarily, distilled water or even filtered water with a little bit of lemon is kind of like going to be good for us sitting in the background. We be careful about the levels to which we fill our stomach. Uh, um, uh, a fistful of food, they say cup your hands as if you're gonna carry water from place A to place B and the amount of water you can cup your hands and carry should be about the size of the meal you eat at any one sitting. And we try to do four or five sittings a day to make sure that we don't get a great big fat stomach from having huge, huge meals. Instead of, we allow the stomach to become quite small by having many smaller meals. And we be careful what we put in those meals. We've suggested in the 30-day challenge that the good diet for a business person, a leader, is the, is the slow-carb diet, which is pretty open, uh, lay down the there. You can eat anything you want as long as it's not white. And the reason it's not white is because white represents in all food types, um, it represents the, the, the content of quick-release sugar. And quick-release sugar is, again, an antidote to should and got to thinking process. So when we're in a got to, we could be thinking all bad. And sugar is an all good. So we, we, we can, we're using these products as antidotes, but the, but, the, but the chemicals of the body don't respond to the antidote. Only the mind does. It makes you f us feel good, even though it might be poisoning us deep, deep down inside. So... Exercise, um, uh, as we've indicated here on the day, exercise needs only to be uh, four times a week, uh, uh, what we call the, the burst training or hit training. You only have to go up to six 30-second bursts on an exercise bike um, three, three times a week, maybe four, and you've done enough cardio exercise to, for an entire week. Uh, uh, getting out in nature, 
and going for a hard walk or a solid walk where you're breathing just a little bit harder than uh, you can talk, uh, that is excellent on a daily basis to bring up your metabolism to make sure you're cleansing and you're flushing out any, uh, any deep dives into the got to, should do states of mind. Um, uh, I, th I think uh, blood tests, and, and that, that goes without saying, and uh, of course uh, the whole topic of, uh, of taking the jab for COVID um, is really, we wouldn't need to if our immune systems were in a healthy state and had evolved at the rate that the flu has evolved. But unfortunately, because of anti, um, because of cold and flu injections, and the same people who are against the vaccination for COVID are the ones who do take antibiotics. So, and who do take organic vegetables that don't have the dirt and the minerals and the gunk and the chemicals in them that evolve the immune system. So this topic of immunity and this topic of vaxes and <clears throat> what we take and what we don't take and herbal pills versus other pills, this topic vacillates around. But basically it is that our immune system builds through uh, being slightly stressed and overcoming that stress, being slightly stressed, overcoming that stress. It's no different to acclimatization as you go up a mountain. You go up, you acclimatize by 300 meters, you wait for a day for that to settle in, you go up again. If you went up 600 meters, you'd need a vax shot. It's fast, too fast going up, and therefore the body wouldn't get a chance to adapt. And we've been left a little bit behind in this world because we've chemicalized and intervened in the uh, adaptation process of the body, of the immune system, way, way back 100, 200 years ago. Alcohol destroys the immune system. So just every now and again, it's good to get off it. Even though it's an antidote to got to thinking, it's good to get off alcohol and give your body a chance to adapt, to build its immunity to life without actually being hammered by alcohol. I'm not an advocate of, uh, of zero alcohol. What I am an advocate of is periods without it. Um, and I'm certainly an anti-binge. Um, uh, type of person. I don't believe that we do the immune system any good overtraining. And just like my exercise programs on the beach and my swimming, I, I know it is really important to push the boundary, but if I push it too far, I actually break, uh, break down my body and break down muscle tissue, which is going backwards. That's why I need rest every now and again. So what goes in your mouth, what goes in your, uh, in your body, what goes into bathing and looking after it, getting the occasional massage and things, it's all about allowing the body to, to flush out and, and maintain a healthy balance, maintain a, a healthy chemical balance and not get addicted to a certain thought level and therefore make that comfortable for you. This is really important on a daily basis that to recognize that a, a, a straight back with a smile on your face is the foundation of good health. A straight back in your chair, a smile on your face and standing up. The, the statistic in the world at the moment is that it makes COVID look like a baby. More people die from sitting down than any other cause on the planet because it, 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 the, the, the toxin of the thought goes into the body and it just doesn't have a chance to flush out. So stand up every 20 minutes, shake a leg, uh, shake your arms about, maybe walk around a circle, uh, look funny, and then uh, do a few 
leg ups or leg downs or squats, depending on what you're wearing, and uh, just get a bit of energy flowing through your body. Um, this is all really important, uh, I think, also at the end of the day when we do an emotional shower. Uh, if you've been in a got-to state all day or a should state, if you've dropped into stress, you've lost sleep, you're worrying about stuff, you're in a really bad mental place and you do an emotional shower, that's beautiful. You've brought yourself out of that before you go in the front door. You've taken off your dirty boots. But the body has still got a memory and it's in a chemical state. And that's why a little bit of exercise at the end of the day after work, throwing a few basketball hoops with the kids or going for a 20-minute jog or uh, standing, sitting on a bike uh, to, uh, on a turbo for 20 minutes at the end of the day just to flush your body out. It takes about 20 minutes to flush this goop out of your body and then drink some nice, nice, beautiful uh, crystal clear water um, at room temperature to end the day. So the body and the mind, it's all one. The mind, uh, the body, by the way, has, uh, is what, what I would refer to in the teaching that I do to people with nature's law is nature's Bible. So if you want to know what a person's thinking, just ask them what's going on with their body and you will find their thoughts. So nature's Bible, which is teaching us how to think, you know, just like the, the Christian Bible teaches people how to behave and all this sort of stuff. The nature's Bible, which is a far more accurate one, I might, might suggest from where I sit, is telling people where their thoughts need to evolve, where they need to go back up to another level. If someone's getting a diseases, getting Parkinson's, getting all sorts of mental problems, getting heart diseases, getting all these things, they're all associated with a particular thought process. And you can take what the person's got, the symptoms, and work it back to cause, and therefore change the cause, not only the symptoms, which I think is a really healthy cause and effect for change, real change. Okay, um, we've covered exercise, we've covered the way to sit, we've covered uh, eating habits at work and at home, we've covered why it takes discipline to stay away from, uh, uh, from things that are antidotes, uh, such as sugar for a got-to day or alcohol for a should day. Uh, we've, we've talked about changing the, knowing how to change the cause, which is thought yesterday, and the level of consciousness we have and, the, and the, its impact on the body. We recognise here in this today's conversation that the body is nature's Bible. It will feed back to us what needs to change in thought and where we're stuck. And, uh, of course, yesterday we spoke about ways to get unstuck, to unlearn. So I hope this has been a fabulous walk. And, um, and when you get back, maybe you could write down a list of all the ailments that you have suffered in your body. And uh, if you'd like to send them over or talk to me in the coaching session today, um, I will go through the thought process that nature would say caused it. Um, yeah, and uh, maybe that's a good starting point to work out what, where you might need to unlearn some thinking. This is Chris. You have a beautiful day. Bye for now.